0: Hour number two of Canucks Central brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited, your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company helping local business since 1892. If you missed hour one of the show, Jeremy Carlton, AHL coach with the Abbotsford Canucks, joined us. His thoughts on uh, a lot of the individuals that have had successful years developing those young players and how Abbotsford is working towards helping build the culture here in Vancouver. Also discussed Hughes and Heronik. Will we see it tonight against the San Jose Sharks? We will definitely see Philip Heronik for the first time in a Canucks uniform as he is set to make his Canucks debut. So um, a lot still to get to. We've had a lot of – Discussions come in at the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox, Mm -hmm. and uh, this one from Jeffro would be awesome to see Arshdeep Baines before the end of the year. And uh, you know, there's there's been a lot of players that have had some success down in Abbotsford, but. I think there's still a certain segment of people that are wondering when we're going to see Aiden McDonough, who hasn't yet gotten into a Canucks game. So uh, there's, uh, there's a bit of a lineup waiting to get into the uh, Canucks lineup this year.
1: Yeah, and he, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because we've seen the coach say he wants guys to get a few practices in,, yep. before you know, he, he's going to give the mice time, and McDonough's had a couple so far. Uh, I'm curious. I, I, would, I would guess maybe we see him on the back to back.
0: Sunday. Maybe Sunday makes sense. Talkett hinted that uh, Sunday could be the day for, for mm-hmm. Aiden McDonough. And, uh, of course, they would want to get uh, you know his family a couple of days to see his first NHL game as well. That would be in Chicago Sunday. Uh, and uh, Cheech will be there as well. He's our next guest. It's John Garrett. Joins us every Thursday on Canucks Central, Canucks Color Analyst. What's up, Cheech?
2: Not much, not much. Uh, yeah, not every Thursday because sometimes— you guys just well, don't want to No, me on, you've
0: got the big time schedule. Sometimes you can't fit us in. Uh,
2: sometimes, yeah. <laughs> well, I have come on. How many Thursdays has there been? That many more times than John Shorthouse has been on this year. <laughs> yes,
0: I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, we like you more than Shorty. Yeah, Josh, so. that's it. That's it.
2: we do. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we we don't like
1: you know. We, we we think we think the humor that you bring and the insight you bring, especially on catch up,
2: is oh unmatched. Yes, yes the insight ketchup.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get some takes on the uh, upcoming road trip, uh, what what you can expect to be eating in Dallas and Chicago. But um, let's uh, quickly get on in, in on this uh, Canucks team. Uh, we're we're going to get to see Philip Peronik tonight. Um, what, what do you expect to see out of the new Canucks defenseman?
2: Well, it's been a long time since he played. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, practicing by yourself and then a couple of practices with the team. Uh, it's hard to get up to speed right away so you play against San Jose and San Jose has been struggling and so it's a good opportunity for him and I'm sure he is excited about getting back in the lineup and getting back to play and a new team new coaches new system uh, and it's not uh, you know you look around the league and you see some of the guys get traded and they get traded from a a really good team that was in the playoffs for sure to a team that's not and uh, here's Hronik coming from Detroit. They've missed the playoffs seven years in a row. You're coming to the Canucks. They're not in the playoffs either. But, you know, who has more potential to make it next year? And I think Hronik and where are you going to play in the lineup? Obviously, you started in Detroit. Uh, you were a big part of their plans. You got a decent contract. And then they decided that you were expendable. And I think that's one of the things uh, when a player that first cut is the deepest, who wrote that? You want to know who wrote that? Bick is right here, and he's probably looking it up. But I know who wrote that. Who First wrote cut it? is the deepest. Come on, no guesses. And I was thinking, uh, you know, it was Brian Adams or uh, one of those guys who have. There's a million oh. people who have done it. Rod Stewart's done uh, it,
1: isn't it? Rod Stewart? No, no, it's not Rod Stewart.
2: No, That's oh, what I Bick's can think of. Uh, pondering too. Cat yes. Stevens. Cat Ooh, Stevens. Baby, baby, it's a wild world. Mean, yes, that Cat Stevens. You mean Yusuf? Here comes the peace train. You mean Yusuf Israel or whatever his I name been, is? I've been, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yusuf. I've been happy lately, thinking about the good things to come, and I believe it could be. I thought it was Something good, <laughs> good hadn't begun. Because out on the edge of darkness, there rides the peace train. There it is, a little Cat Stevens' greatest hits Fantastic. on 650 Sportsnet Radio. You know
1: what? That fits because it used to be 650 Sea Isle, right? And I think they played that song quite a bit back in the day.
2: <laughs> Here, here's a little known fact. I worked at Sea Isle 650 back in the day. Uh, I would do some morning show stuff, commentary with Don Percy. The master oh. of the morning, who's still around. Right, he lives in Winnipeg now. Uh, Don Percy, John Norman. Casey White was the girl, the uh, social girl. And uh, I was there and did sports commentary. Well, you know, a report in the morning. And God, that was early. <laughs> I had I, I just couldn't, yeah. And I was still doing games, but I wasn't doing very many games. It was really early in my hockey night career. And I was doing maybe 27, 30 games a year and... Uh, so I was supplementing that income with my C.I.L. sports commentary.
1: Life comes full, full
2: circle, doesn't it? Yes. Now I'm back. Right. Now I'm back working with you guys. <laughs> <I know>. Whoa. <laughs> what a step back. What a step wow. down. Oh, <laughs> How the wow. mighty have
1: fallen, oh, Chief.
2: Well, well, that was back when radio was, it was incredible. Oh, and, right. You know, CKNW. Yeah, and yeah. R- was Red sp- Robinson. They had cast yeah. of thousands. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, think of the sports department CKNW had way back then. And it, it was just... It was crazy.
1: Well, my first ever on-air uh, performance ever was voice tracking weekends for, <laughs> for a summer on Sea Isle. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, out in Richmond, in, where it was yeah, Out, out in Richmond, Richmond, yeah, then, yeah, right by in, the introing tunnel. Roy Orbison songs.
2: Ready woman, walking down the street, crying. Well, isn't uh, his version of that with Katie Lang? That is one of the oh, best. Yeah, yeah, you got to right. Google that uh, if you haven't heard crying in a while. and Katie Lang steals the show.
0: <laughs> so what's the go-to track if you're going to karaoke then, Cheech?
2: Oh, I don't know. I, I kind of, you know... My voice isn't suited to some of the things. No. Yeah. Uh, Cat Stevens is, you can kind of fake it because he didn't have a whole <laughs> lot of range or anything anyway. Uh, but Johnny Rivers was uh, more suited to my kind of voice. There's a man who leads a life nice. of danger. Did you like mm. Tom Jones? <laughs> No, you know. Uh, although I went to see. Here's another one. I went to see Tom Jones in Vegas. He, was, he, he's uh, got. So
1: he will play some. Like he's got some soul in him. Like he, he, when, yeah. he when he stays when he goes away from his own music. He's good. he'd be a good
2: karaoke guy. Yes, exactly. Delilah. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I my 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 Delilah. <laughs> we could do that i could do tom jones we went to see him my wife and i uh i was a player rep uh i don't know whether it was WHO. wasn't we supplemented
1: your income too
2: <laughs> i was still playing <laughs> and, and tom jones we, it was hard to get a ticket the players association got us tickets to go and see tom jones we had a, a nice table and everything and everybody swooning over and you know, you, Tom Jones. Yeah, what's that you got there? Whoa, that's Tom Jones. <laughs> it can't be politically correct here. It's daytime. Day-
1: <laughs> oh man, that's terrific. You, we want to be, the text inbox wants, wants us to keep going. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs>
2: like yeah.
1: Minor Madden and What about Do you have a Johnny Cash you can
2: do too? Oh yeah, Johnny Cash. <laughs> Oh, down, 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 burning ring of fire. You know, Willie Nelson is one of my, you know, you, Willie Nelson would be pretty easy to do.
1: Well, I'm not surprised. Cheech and Willie
2: Nelson. Through, or no, how does that go? Blue eyes crying in the rain. Blue eyes. Ryan in the rain. I can't carry a tune for the life of me, so I'm not going to bother. I'll let you keep doing it.
0: This are you? Are you? Uh, are you a country guy, Cheech? Or you not, really, in the no,
2: not really. No, not really. But uh, like Chris Christopherson and uh, Willie Nelson and those guys. Uh, you know, the, uh, Sunday morning coming down. Chris Christopherson. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's just great.
1: Uh, Chris Christopherson, also like a double threat. Actor and singer.
0: See, Sack keeps calling himself an old man on the show, and now it's like now it's truer than ever. I don't know who the heck you guys are talking about. Well, I worked, so I worked. You never, uh, Chris Christopherson. Christopherson.
1: So I worked in, at, at the old East Station. I worked at, uh, at at a classic rock station, and my dad's like a big time <laughs> classic rock. Fan. He used to listen to Cat Stevens and like uh, the Alan Parsons Project and stuff. Everything. Yeah.
2: Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head that didn't hurt. And the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad, so I had one more for dessert. You see? I mean, that's Christopherson. That's classic Christopherson. Uh, oh, that's pretty
0: good. Okay, now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so what's so difficult about that J.T. Miller shootout <laughs> attempt? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he, he just... And if I'm a, looking at it from the goaltender's perspective, and I always am, it's almost illegal, in my opinion, to go as slow as <laughs> JT goes sometimes, but he's still advancing the puck towards the net, and that's why, JT, the move, you just have to be so patient. And when he gives you that little stutter step, mm-hmm. you think, okay, he might be getting ready to shift back to the forehand, and... uh you finally, is he going to just slide it five hole? Is he going to shoot it? And by then, you've thought of five different options that he has. And the goaltender finally goes down, and then JT just goes backhand high. Uh, it, it is is—it is a really good move. And he always does it far enough away from the goaltender that you can't poke check him. Right. And you watch where he does it. It's about three feet outside the crease. So you can't get the quick poke check stick out there. So, uh, yeah, it works. I like Kuzmenko's one a little better than that, because Kuzmenko comes straight down the puck in front of him. So, and when you're teaching hockey schools, the goaltenders drill uh, on penalty shots and on shootouts and things. When the puck carrier is carrying the puck in front of him, he can't shoot it. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to shoot it. So you, you're guessing Deke, and Kuzmenko shifts from puck in front of him to beside shot so quickly. That that's why the goaltender's back in so fast, and that's why he has room to shoot it to the side. And uh, I like that move better than the uh, the slow side to side.
1: Well, it's it's hard th- to
2: get that backhand. Like JT's done yeah. it twice back to back, where he's yeah. got that backhand right underneath the bar. That's hard to do. Well, I and think, I think that's why I like the other one better.
1: Well, I think the common thread there is get the goalie moving right. Like either make him back in or get him moving. Make, make post him commit. To post. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Make him make the first move. Make him commit. And uh, that's what you have to try and do. But uh, you look at the goaltender's records and shootouts and penalty shots, it's, what, 75% Yeah, not I mean, higher?
1: No, exactly, right? I mean, it's it, it difficult to do. And, you know, just on JT's game, though, I mean, that penalty shot, he had three points. It's up to to 69 points now in 69 games on the season. And given how he struggled out the gate, like, what do you make of where his game's at right now, especially him doing so playing down the middle?
2: Well, I really think that he's – been given more responsibility by rick Tockett, and he's become uh, more of that leadership and and i think jt really likes the added responsibility and the fact that he can drive the team himself and uh, i think he's uh what's the word i'm looking for uh, he he really appreciates it and he likes it and he, he likes the responsibility and uh as long as he keeps playing with that same kind of fire. And defensively, he's been very good, too. And you look at all the face-offs he's taken. He had a tough start last game in the first period and then turned it around. And I think that's one of the things. And the more face-offs you take, uh, the better you're going to get. And he's really, since Bo's been gone, he's taken, what, 55% of the face-offs? Something like that. Yeah.
0: And he's uh, winning at a 53% clip or close to it uh, since since Bo left. Um I just wonder, how do they get angry JT, like, for every game, you know? Because even against Vegas, after Bovillier took that penalty and there was the big scrum there with uh, Pietrangelo, it was just like, that's when JT really upped his game, you know, against Ottawa when he saw Brady Kachuk running everybody and then he started running everybody. Angry JT just gets his game to a next level. So who's going to be the one that makes JT angry before every game?
2: Well, that's it. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to hear you say Alex... Pietrangelo. Nice yeah, the number seven. Yeah, let's hear it again.
0: Pietrangelo. It's like music to our ears. Yes.
2: Come on, Dan. I love
0: Pietrangelo. It.
2: Pietrangelo. <laughs> My sisters, one's a Decresi and one's a Lombardi now. Okay. So they and they actually have learned how to speak Italian, which is, give them credit for that. Have yeah. you learned to, to
1: love Italian food outside of pizza?
2: Manja, manja, manja. Every time I go and visit them. They, and uh, there's no small portions. No. They say, oh, I don't want. Uh, yeah. And oh, well, dessert. You got to have dessert. Come on. Yes. Manja, manja, manja.
0: <laughs> got to have a tiramisu at the end of it, you know.
2: Yeah, my sister Evelyn. Aunt Evelina. Yes, here we go. Aunt Evelina.
0: It is John Garrett joining us here on on Canuck Central. So Elias Patterson has taken his game to a next level, but you know, Quinn Hughes, his comment the other day uh, with the media was fascinating because it was almost unprompted for him to say, anybody who thinks I'm a defensive liability, quite frankly, hasn't been watching me play. Um, his, he's taken his game to another level. And I, I think he's always going to have to deal with, you know, short guy syndrome where people wonder if he can defend uh, as well as other guys in the league, Cheech. But. I think all around his game has is, is taken a step in the second half of this season.
2: Well, and people, you look at his ice time. Yeah. And he's, what, 25, 27. But most games lately he's in the 26 to 29 range. So he is going to play against all the best lines. He is going to play against all the – Sure, his ice time's inflated by the power plays, and he skates so well and when you 're on the power play, you don 't have to skate as much and there 's all the explanations about your ice time when you 're playing the power play, uh, but his defensive abilities I think get overlooked because he rarely has a one on one where he 's skating backwards you watch You watch the games, and it 's because he skates so well and he pivots so well that he's there to steal the puck and there to angle people off rather than just facing the guy one-on-one, skating backwards, and you say, oh, what a great defensive play that one. He looked at the guy's chest and just pushed him off. He never has to do that. Mm-hmm. And then once he gets it, it's not just a chip and then you've got to go and retrieve. He gets it and he carries it himself or turns and makes a great pass. And I think that's why his uh, defensive play gets overlooked
1: we've now seen a number of these a h l call ups get contracts, uh, Phil di Giuseppe Dan say it so you can please Di Giuseppe, yes, yeah, there we go. you like that cheat, yeah, yeah,
2: that was nice Phil Di
1: Giuseppe, <laughs> yes
0: <DiGiuseppe>. all right
2: <laughs> and then uh, will what kind of pizza do you have i don't have dr ocker, <laughs> who has dr ocker you're an Italian guy you want pizza, yeah DiGiuseppe. Giuseppe <laughs> <laughs> exactly, uh so willannon di Giuseppe I can't do is that this. one of your sponsors is that why I can't <laughs> offend it Dr ocker
0: <laughs> yeah, it, <should>
1: be. yeah. <laughs> it might be uh. And then, obviously, Guillaume Well, Out of those three guys, you just got two-year contract extension, two-year deals. Which one do you think maybe has the best chance to be on the roster next season?
2: Well, a lot of it depends on how the other guys play. Yeah. Uh, What kind of defenseman do you want to be your sixth, seventh guy? Uh, Do you have enough offensive? Because Christian Willan in in my opinion, is uh, the best of the offensive guys of those three. You know, Di Giuseppe obviously a forward, but I'm, I'm including Kyle Burroughs in that because I assume that Kyle Burrows will get signed to a similar contract that the other guys got. And I think they've earned them. I really do, and, uh, especially when the management can get them on two-way deals. Mm-hmm. And with the team in Abbotsford, your defensemen are always getting hurt. It's great to have guys and this experience this year where they all get to play, and all get to play for an extended period of time. It's not three games here, three games there. It's an extended period of time where you get to see them game after game after game, on the road and at home. And I think that's, uh, if you can you know, stock the shelf with guys that you can trust, and you know, and you're the coaching staff, it's a real step forward. And uh, I think it depends on what they're going to need in certain situations on who would get called up.
0: Yeah, they, they, it feels like they've built out a, a certain amount of NHL depth at the very least going into next year, and they can use the offseason to sort of focus on you know, some of the bigger needs they may have, third-line center or another top-four defenseman, should they be able to open up the cap space. But uh, what the people really want to know, Cheech, is uh, what's on the menu when you go to Dallas?
2: Uh, we we usually go. Uh, we stay at a Crescent Court in okay. Dallas, which is right across from uh, Moxie's, right. which has uh, nachos that are... Keg like. Oh. And I really like keg nachos. But uh, Moxie's last time we were there and last time we were there it was Lakers and the Mavs. Mhm. Oh, and wow. we got there just after the game it was an afternoon game and we had to put our name in and then we had to wait a half an hour, but it was worth the wait to get the nachos they were very very good
1: I, I will say i mean people wonder is like moxies moxies in dallas it's different like yeah. it's 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 different in, in one of those cities but I, I, you're not big on the barbecue are you the texas barbecue
2: no i, I went to a barbecue place in nashville that was very good mm. yes and uh we had barbecue nachos <laughs> and they were good they were very very good
0: uh and final one are, are you big on chicago style pizza
2: Not really, no. I'm more of a thin crust. Yeah. uh, You know, the traditional. Dan, you would like that, the traditional. (laughs) The old oven from Italy. Yeah, it's a nice Napolitan
0: kind of pizza. That's the way to go. Yeah, really,
2: 450, a little crispy (laughs) crust and... Where you go? How do you think I stay so slim? That Chicago style pizza. Come on.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a cake. It's not. Uh, it's not. Not really for me. Yeah, Chicago style pizza, cores light. That's how you do it. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You watch your intake. Take care of the body. The body takes care of you.
0: That's it. Cheat. Uh, you're the best. Thanks for this.
2: Uh thanks. <laughs> Goodbye, farewell, alvita <laughs> Sing. Yeah, sound of music. Yeah, There we go. We'll okay. see you in a bit.
1: Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's like an all-time Cheech hit. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: terrific. Jeffro, Cheech must have been out for happy hour. I can't stop smiling after this.
1: <laughs> uh, great radio. Canucks must be playing the Sharks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Cheat's second was the best. I needed that on the drive home. Uh yeah.
0: And others not so uh not so in love with it. Wow, this is brutal.
1: <laughs> Johnny from Lady Ladysmith. Cheat is the unofficial fifth member of the Highwaymen. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Cheat should do some CCR. I mean, he could have done anything. He crushed it. Yeah, a lot lot of great reaction on the text inbox. Uh
0: other ones, oh my god, please keep going. Don't start talking, Canucks. <laughs>
1: please just keep it away from Canucks. Uh so Remember Johnny from Ladysmith? Yeah, at a restaurant. And mm-hmm. He was telling us that he's gonna he's gonna have a people's show beer. Okay. So he texted said also the people's show pilsner hacksaw Jim has finally been brewed. Oh,
0: ho! Well,
1: Here we go. So uh, and he says grand opening coming up on the twenty ninth for first anniversary party. So we'll see if we can make it out there. Yeah, in Ladysmith for his his restaurant. But yeah, Johnny he came through. He said he's gonna have a have a people's show beer and he finally came through
0: people show pilsner i'm a big pilsner guy if i am gonna go the beer route so johnny from ladysmith shouts to you um wow i don't even know how to react after that cheech segment (laughs) Um. so here's what we'll do we'll hit the break we'll come back (laughs) regroup and talk some more canucks it's next on canuck central